0: Never drink and parch. <laughs> you just like a drink and poshed. That's probably the most southern thing you've ever said. Let me drink and parched. Welcome to the Chelsea the Vent Podcast. I'm Chelsea and this is a podcast where we speak freely and discover what people love that others might hate. Hence the venting. This week, I'm joined by my fellow Northerner, Charlotte, who's here to discuss the difference of the North and South with me today. Hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Right. Well, first of all, how do you find it living in the South? I mean, for you, it's been... Has it
1: been a while? I can't remember. Two years. Okay. Just over two years. And then obviously we did the three years at uni, Mm -hmm. which technically wasn't it was London technically but not because it was the very end of London as in zone six so yeah but this this time around it's central how are you
0: finding it crazy
1: to start with I've done it in a pandemic true so I haven't we haven't really had the London life yet
0: it's crazy the differences how long have you been here again since 2013, came here for university for an undergrad at Kingston, then stayed for another master's because that was useful, as, as we all know, you know, it's been great. <laughs> and then I stayed here because I got a job um, at a media, sports media company, I'm going to say. And yeah, and I just stayed here ever since, Go, either going from job to job, you know, just loving life in London. But it's not been easy but it's cool. I like it. So I think it'd be great if we can just chat about all the differences between the North and South, considering we're both Northerners currently living in the South, AKA London, that's probably as South as we get at the moment, because we've both had different experiences as well, Yeah. which I think is quite fun. So I can go first with one of my stories, yeah. which is about the difference in the words that we use. So one of my favorite stories that I tell people is, I mean, I'm sure people can understand that my accent doesn't really sound North or South. It's a bit of a mixture. Yeah, in comparison to mine, which is quite broad Yorkshire. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've I've kind of adapted a little bit. I still haven't. (laughs) (laughs) But I kind of had to. Like, I worked in Sainsbury's. This was, like, towards the end of my third year and going into my Master's. And within my first couple of months, I understood that people really didn't get any of the words that were coming out of my mouth sometimes. And one of my favorite stories is it was really like badly raining outside. And it was around like 7 a.m. in the morning. And this like old woman came in and she was just like, oh, the weather is terrible. And my Yorkshire nurse just came right in and was like, Christ, it is pissing it down outside. And she was like, excuse me? And I was like, it's pissing it down. And she was like, what? And I was like, it's really raining outside. And she was like, yes, it is. And I was like, oh God, I can't even say pissing it down. And it just hit me in that moment that I was like, I have to kind of change how I speak about things because some people either will take offense or just not understand a word that I'm saying. Yeah. How about you? I feel like we, we do say
1: a lot of different words. Mm.
0: Um
1: mine's not necessarily the words mine's more of the pace in which i speak so i speak quite fast i'm trying to slow it down with the podcast so people can hear um but generally i speak quite fast and mm-hmm. so when i was at my first year of uni obviously there's different people coming from everywhere across the uk um and sometimes abroad as well and so i'd speak to people and a few of my close friends um, said to me in second year actually that all the way through first year they'd just agree with a lot of things that I said because they couldn't understand what I was saying and the embarrassment to ask to repeat again. And then when they didn't understand again, to repeat myself again or to tell me to slow down slightly or repeat like repeat more times. that So they just agreed. And I know I notice as well, especially at work, that if I've been on annual leave and I come back, because usually for annual leave, I'll go back to Yorkshire. As soon as, like, my first day comes back into office, people will be like, I know you've been back to Yorkshire. Mm. Because I must have more of a Yorkshire twang once I've been around more Yorkshire people. Yeah. So I must tone it down slightly at work. I didn't know I did that.
0: (laughs) What I've noticed, when I'm speaking to my parents, like, on FaceTime, my mum will laugh at me when I'm, like, Monday, Tuesday wednesday and she's like no no, no it's monday tuesday, tuesday wednesday <laughs> tuesday. exactly so i'm just like i don't even notice that but she laughs at me for it but i'm just like i just don't say it that way anymore but then when i've been at home like you said for even just like a couple of days i'll come back and jack will be like oh, i can tell you've been back at home and I'll just instantly like go back into like that Yorkshire slang and he's like, I ain't got a clue what you're saying. Like, what's going on? He'll just look at me and just like zone out. But it's so difficult for him as well being French. Exactly. <laughs> he hates it. I mean, when we first got together, he was like, what? Like, slow down. Like, English, please. And I'd be like, no, 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 we do Northern, not English. <laughs> That's the only way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlotte saw a really interesting article the other day which is 10 things Southerners do that make Northerners want to fight them. I mean, just the title itself is hilarious, (laughs) let's face it. So I thought it'd be a good idea to go through this list and just comment on it, pretty much. So we're going to go for number one, which is referring to dinner as supper.
1: This. Now this winds
0: me (laughs) up. I get really confused in the first place with this, so I call it breakfast, lunch, and tea. I think I'm like a hybrid of North and South. Yeah,
1: I think you're slightly hybrid. Yeah. So North, it's breakfast, dinner, tea. And then if you have, like, summer just before bed, it's classed as, like, a supper, but supper is what you usually have, like, as a kid rather than as an adult. Yeah. So it's like breakfast, dinner, tea. So when I say, oh, meet are like dinner time I mean like lunch time and people are, like give up with finished work that not like
0: I think I like I said I think I'm more of a hybrid be- just because I've spent so long now in London so for me it's like I would be like oh, I don't want to have a lunch time don't have a lunch but I would always say it's either I say I don't know what I'm having for breakfast lunch and dinner or breakfast lunch and tea sometimes I call dinner tea and I call tea dinner
1: You're just a confusing human I really am.
0: (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Are you
1: officially normal?
0: (laughs) Okay, what's the next one?
1: So the next one is giving us the wrong bread.
0: Okay, so I completely understand this one because I've been here for quite a few years now and nobody understands me when I say I would like a bread cake. Now, that's just how I've been brought up. So a bread cake to me is a bread roll, like a bread bun. So... I don't understand when people are like, "Here's some like a bread roll," or you know, it's like it's a bread cake. Yeah, it's it's
1: kind of split between everyone in the UK, I think. Yeah, but I know for me, it's mainly a bread cake, like you. Mm. But I think in certain situations, it can change, which can be even more confusing. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm having chips on a sandwich, mm. it would be a chip butty. Yeah. If I'm going to like a shop to buy a bacon sandwich or like a sausage sandwich, it'll be a bacon bap. Yeah, but I think bap's more like <laughs> is is bap more like Midlands?
0: I don't know what bap is. A great word. <laughs> bap. <laughs> like, bap. Bap bap. <laughs> we should make that like the new thing. I'm sorry, but like instead of like yo or like doot, we should be like bap bap. Yes. Yo. Bap bap. <laughs> Okay, the next one on the list is forgetting about the word the. This is quite a big one, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't know about this until it was pointed out to me probably a few years ago that we just don't say the word the. I think that I do say the word the until, again, it's pointed out. But it's like, if I'm off to a shop, I'm off to a shop. I'm yeah. not off to the shop.
1: Yeah, and I'll, I'll be like, put it on the side instead of put it on the side. It's like on yeah. Instead of on the. We just like shorten the words. Yeah. So it's like the don't really exist in our vocabulary. I think that confuses people more. I, th- I feel it's so stressful trying to think of what you're actually trying to say.
0: Yeah. But it's just so easy like, I'm off to the shop. I'm off to the shop. I'm off right corner. Do you know what I mean? Oh, this one. I'm popping to the shop. Oh, popping to the shop is a good one. So you, or nipping to the shop. Or nipping to the shop. Nipping is a good word as well. I do like the word nipping.
1: I feel like if you're if you just popping or nipping, mm. it's just like a quick. Yeah. In a local shop. Yeah. Whereas if you, if you go into a shop, you're going to be it, there a bit longer. It, it's like a big, like. It's like a big shop. It's like a big shop.
0: Yeah. Just like out out as well. There's a mm. the difference between out and out out. There really is. Out is just like, again, local, mm. you know, don't have to make a big effort, don't have to dress up too much. But out out is like going full out, like makeup, hair, lashes, yeah. nice dress, boobs out, ass out, do you know what I mean? <laughs> All of it out. All of it. <laughs> do you know why? Because you're out out. <laughs> you're out out. <laughs>
1: So, the next one is thinking that it's grim
0: up north. I just think, like, the north has such, like, bad representation of, like, it's just a all. But then... There's...
1: Some places are grim. Mm. But I also get slightly offended when people think that Yorkshire's grim. There's some lovely po- the parts of Yorkshire, though. Yeah, there's some really nice. And I think it depends where you are. Yorkshire's quite a big place. Mm. You've got pockets in nice
0: areas, but I feel like that's the same for anywhere. Okay, so next on the list is charging extortionate amounts for alcohol. Now, this is actually ridiculous.
1: So ridiculous.
0: Like, I remember the first time that my parents had come to visit me, we'd gone to, I mean, it was a Weatherspoons as well. So, Weatherspoons are quite cheap in the first place. Yeah. But, like, even a Weatherspoons pint was probably like more than five pounds, I think. And my dad was like, what the hell? Like, I've just been robbed in daylight. Why am I paying £5 for a pint when back in Yorkshire it's like a pound? Yeah. And honestly, it is ridiculous. Like, if I go out now, I could go get a gin and tonic from a London pub and it would be probably £10, 11 £12. Pounds. If I got that back in Yorkshire, you're probably looking at like £5 Yeah, for the exact same drink. They basically just charge you for the place that you're at, not for the actual drink yourself.
1: Yeah, it's like if you go on a night out, like you could quite easily in London spend minimum £100 and barely buy any drinks.
0: You wouldn't even be drunk. You would just literally... probably get to the point where you're just about tipsy yeah. and then you're like, great, now I've got to spend another £100 to get actually drunk. Whereas yeah. £100 in Yorkshire, you're off your face and you don't know where you've been for the past two hours. Yeah.
1: I also feel like there's a lot more pre-drinks in London just because of the price of the alcohol.
0: Oh yeah, that was definitely a thing at uni. Yeah, so it pre-drinks
1: up until and then you must only spend like a couple of like less money for a couple of drinks when you're out to like just tip you over the edge.
0: I don't think I've ever been drunk on a night out in London without having pre-drinks. What is next on our list? So the next one is drinking the wrong tea.
1: This one is like a big one for me. Mm. I drink... As you know, a huge amount of tea, yes, and it's basically Yorkshire tea or nothing. There's no like people in Yorkshire will literally fight you if you get like a different brand. They'll be like, absolutely not. So you've got Tetleys, which tastes like piss. You've got you just like your normal unbranded, like Tesco's own or Sainsbury's own. Again, not cracking. Then what other brands is there? PG Tips.
0: PG tips is a good one. See, I'm not a big tea drinker. I know I feel like I, I shouldn't be a Yorkshire person because I don't drink tea. I'm more of a coffee gal, to be honest. Do I you think... never drink tea though? I drink um like probably more herbal teas, so I feel like I'm more of the like accidental posh end of tea drinking. Mm. For a Yorkshire person. Like I would go for like peppermint or like a sleepy time tea, depending on the time of day. I tried to get into it. Like, when I was younger and just before I started university, I tried to drink tea. Because, like, my mom drinks tea. Yeah. So, I thought, you know, what's this big fascination with tea? So, I tried it. The only way I could drink tea was if I had sugar in it. And I feel like adding sugar to tea is not great. Yeah. So, that's why I was like, with coffee, I don't need to add sugar. So, I stopped drinking it.
1: Yeah. My family as well. Like, I don't drink as much tea when I'm in, in London. A, because I don't get the time because I'm too busy, like, running around at work. Um, but like when I come back, like when I come back from work, I'll have like a cup of tea before I go to bed or like something like that. So I'll only really have like one or two cups. But when I visit back home in Yorkshire, it's literally as soon as you finish the cup, someone's at the kettle making another brew. Anything that's wrong in your life can be solved with a brew in Yorkshire.
0: It just makes life better. Okay, and the last one on our list is avoiding politeness at all costs. It is like a stereotype that some of those are a bit more abrupt and rude. Yeah. And they have to agree to an extent. Yeah. Like I think Southerners are probably a bit more abrupt and rude because of the nature and the surroundings that we live in yeah. like you know it's a very fast paced here everyone's running for a bus running for a tube sprinting down oxford street yeah it's all for one and one for no one else you just gotta fucking run yeah. and go for it you know what i mean like you can't think of anyone else in this city you've got to just go for it yourself yeah it's every man for the self down here pretty much and it and i think that comes across in everyone's manners and i don't think it's intentional sometimes no like, there's some lovely people yeah like, if you actually had a conversation with
1: someone i don't think someone would generally be unpolite it's just the situations that you're in that can come up as abrupt or like unpolite
0: well exactly like for example the building that i live in i'm pretty sure i could have a really nice conversation with everyone in this building and i would class them all as londoners but if i was to go into the middle of central right now and try and jump on a tube I'm pretty sure I would run into someone who would be trying to shove me off the tube so that they could get in there first because they're running late for work. And I think it's that kind of concept of like, not even a, excuse me, or do you mind moving down, please? Or do you mind if I just jump on quickly? Like, there's no manners there. And I think that's what I struggle with sometimes is like people would literally barge into you and like not even bother moving. But my thing is, is why, especially for like tubes and
1: buses, I don't understand the concept because obviously in Yorkshire there's a bus every 15 minutes if you're lucky more likely to be half an hour Mm. and then like trains you can probably get to about three places and they come every hour so I feel like it's more that we should be rushing to catch them trains because there's only one every hour whereas in London there's one every two minutes so why is everyone rushing and pushing and you're going to get there at two minutes later it's not really that much of a difference like tubes 30 seconds
0: i i think it's because like with being based in such a big city i think people underestimate how quick transport can be and how often it is mm. i just don't understand like for me i would never understood the need for rudeness yeah and, and that's th- what i've always struggled with is like if someone pushes past me on oxford street i'm like excuse me Do you mind? Like, I will call someone out because I'm like, that's just rude. Yeah. I mean, Jack has it because I'm like, uh, rude. And I'll probably get into an argument with someone. Well, if you barge
1: into someone, you're supposed to say sorry. Like,
0: Exactly. Like, I wouldn't mind if someone said to me, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm in a rush. Bye. But it's not even that. It's like they barge into you and they think that it's their right to have that pathway. And it's like, no, like, if I'm stuck in between other people and I can't move out the way... I would expect someone who has more space to move out of the way. I would do the same for that person. If I could see that somebody can't move, I would move out of the way. Yes, yeah, I think that tie- kind of ties into
1: like in Yorkshire, everyone, like on a morning, if you're walking to like a bus station, for example, everyone that you see, whether you've seen the face or not, you'll, they'll automatically be like, hi, you all right? Mm. Whereas in London, everyone, it's like, it's just you in this massive city and it can sometimes be quite overwhelming. But you've got to understand that, like, it's not a massive community. Everyone comes from different areas in London. And you might have your little pockets of community, like, where you live. But Mm. then because everyone's travelling through London, in there and everywhere for, like, work, because it is that big, you don't get that high kind of situation. But I find that bizarre that, like, no one says hello.
0: In other words, like, Londoners can be abrupt, but I guess it's just the way... they are and the way that they've kind of been brought up anyway whereas northerners are kind of brought up in a smaller community we are a bit more polite we know each other we just want to get along i guess is that right
1: yeah i'd say that's a fair judgment i also think if you are planning to come to london or you do want to move to london it is a great city like don't feel that
0: we've like (laughs) put you off london it's a great city so much to do moving down south was probably one of the best things I've ever done. Like, I obviously met my fiancé here, you know, I've made some really great friends here. I've had some good job... God. <laughs> some goddamn jobs! <laughs> <laughs> I've had some good job opportunities here, so it's not all been bad. I just think there is parts of me that do miss the welcomingness of the northerners, that's all. Okay, so that is a wrap on this week's podcast. Um, It's been a fun one. Um, Thank you, Charlotte, for joining me this week. You're
1: very welcome.
0: Anytime. Anytime. So that's what it's like for Northerners living in the South, I suppose. Thank you again, and this has been my Levent of the Week.